Every week, we get right to it here on Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, Wings, Spear Sports. I am Dave Denholm. You can catch all the games at Buffalo Wild Wings, great sponsors. And this is no different. Got to get right into it. Abby Wambach, the great, not good, not excellent, legendary American soccer player, talked a little bit with the New York Times and a guy named Sam Borden. And Sam uh, put together an interview with Abby Wambach. Now, Abby is coming off, you know, some revelations of some difficult times for her. No question. She has uh, struggled with addiction, uh, you know, and is certainly talks is open to talking about that. That stuff was all interesting in the article in the New York Times. But what really caught my eye and now hopefully will catch your ear is her statements about U.S. men's national team players. And this is not the first time she's talked like this. Abby has uh, talked like this before, uh, some of the things we're going to mention here. And if you want to hit me up on Twitter, at TalkSoccer, you can do that. Appreciate the breaks. Watch the breaks on Twitter. says, in the car and listening. Thank you so much. If you want to hit me up with your opinions, just be careful. Do it legally. You can hit me at TalkSoccer. On Twitter now, Abby Wambach makes statements about the U.S. men's national team's players, and she talked to the New York Times a little bit about it. again. Not not the first time she's mentioned this, but she talked about how Jurgen Klinsmann, and this has happened with other coaches, have brought in dual national players. And what that means is in soccer is someone is eligible to play for not only the United States but maybe Poland. Maybe they're from Poland. They have parents who are from the U.S. or one parent, and that makes them eligible, let's say, for the U.S. It happens all over the world, mind you. But she brings it up as it maybe it's not a great thing. And I'm going to read right from the New York Times article. And her quote here is, Do I agree with everything Jurgen has done? No, I do not. It's just my opinion, and I'm entitled to that. I feel a little bit odd. It feels a little bit odd to me that you have some guys that have never lived in the United States that play for the United States because they were able to secure a passport. To me, that just feels like they weren't able to make it for their country and earn a living, so they're coming here. But do they have that killer instinct, Wambach goes on to say? I don't know. I'd love to sit down with Mix Diskarud and some of the other guys and talk to them about it. I'd love to understand how much they love their country. I believe they can have love for both countries, but I'd love to hear it, and I think so many other people would too. If this is an ignorant opinion, I'll raise my hand in the end and say, my bad. But I'd want to have that conversation. Wow. Interesting stuff from Abby Wambach. There's so many layers to this that I want to peel away. The first one is, you can disagree with Abby Wambach, what she says. By the way, I do. I completely and utterly disagree with Abby Wambach. It's well within the rules. Everyone does it around the world. And these men and women, but she's talking about the men here for the U.S. national team, they go out and I have not ever seen one of them not bust their hump for the U.S. and play like they love their country that they're playing for and wearing the crest for. Okay? So I am completely in disagreement with her on this whole thing. How do we judge who's really American and who's really not? How do you judge that? Are there some things that she say that could be true? Yeah. Yeah. There could be a guy who just plays for the United States without any interest really in our country or our country's soccer future that just does it because he couldn't make it. Yeah, that's possible. Maybe it even has happened. But that doesn't mean you call into question everyone and stop the practice. That's ridiculous. 
I completely disagree with her on that. But I also want to pull back a little bit of the layer here and talk about the people who have now gone on to destroy Abby Wambach for this opinion and criticize her for it. Whether you agree with her or not, you're entitled to your opinion. That's great. But I'm also entitled to hack you for your hack opinion about Abby Wambach having her opinion. This is what this world has come to. Everyone freaks out when someone gives an honest opinion. That's what Abby Wambach feels. And now we've got people writing about it. And I'll even point one out. Leander Charlekins from Yahoo. Yahoo Sports, Leander. We've had our little duels on Twitter before. Nothing big. I got no problem with him. But I got a problem with how he's criticizing Abby Wambach to the nth degree. His opinion, that's fine. Calling her ignorant, essentially. And, you know, the the real thing I have a problem with here is Charlekins goes on to finish the article by comparing it to its politics. I cannot wait until this election is over. So lazy writers won't be able to always take everything back to Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, right? Are you with me on that? No matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, whether you're voting for Jill Stein or Hillary or the Peace and Freedom Party or Gary Johnson or Donald Trump, no matter who you're voting for, I can't wait till it's over so lazy writers can't keep comparing everything to Hillary and Donald. Can we stop with that? And it drives me nuts that Charlekins, who's criticizing Wambach, essentially saying she's xenophobic and ignorant. He then goes to make generalizations of her in his last in his last uh, paragraph and does essentially what he's criticizing her for, in my estimation. Where does it end? Can't we just have an opinion and and critique it, criticize it? But let's not take it so far that it's the end. Like she's Abby Wambach is all this or nothing. People can have nuanced lives, can't they? Aren't we all a little deeper than that? Don't we all have more layers to us than just that? Am I not? I mean, am I crazy with this? I'm starting to feel crazy because everybody, it's all or nothing with everything now. You're either all 100% right or 100% wrong. And I'm tired of it. I don't agree with Abby Wambach. But I could see where she comes from. Like, can't we at least try to understand the other person? Whether you agree with them or not. Whether it changes your mind or not. Am I just completely nuts on this? Hit me up, at TalkSoccer. I'm serious. Like, again, I don't agree with her at all. I agree with most of what Leander Charlekins criticizes Abby Wambach for. I do. I think he's right on 90% of it. But then there's my little nuance. I don't like the way he ends his little critique on at Yahoo Sports. All of a sudden, casting dispersions on her like she's all or nothing. How dare she? She's campaigned for Hillary. How could she act like more like Donald Trump? Stop. And I'm serious. I don't care who you're voting for. I don't. I'll be perfectly frank with you on the air right now. I don't think I'm casting a vote for the president of the United States this year. There, I said it. It has nothing to do with that. 
the frustration lies in it, it's all or nothing with everyone now. And in the world of football that's supposed to bring us together, can't we just try to seriously get past some of this? Ah, it's just frustrating. I'm heated up. Just like the MLS play, playoff race is heating up, right? And I want your opinions on that at Talk Soccer. You can tell me I'm wrong, too. Remember, I can take it. I've been in radio for 25 years. I've heard it all. I can take it. And I understand where you're coming from if you think I'm an idiot. That's fine. Be respectful. I'm not reading anything that's dirty. But I'll read it on the air. I don't care whether you agree with me or not. It fires me up when it's all or nothing now. We can't have opinions that are even remotely controversial, at least controversial in some people's eyes. And then it's the other side who then says, what's the big deal? You know, like, where's the common ground anymore? Enough. We don't always have to be right. And that's the problem. We don't always have to be right. Guess what? You're not always right. Guess what, Abby Wambach? You're not always right. And you know what? She admits that. Guess what, writer for Yahoo Sports, Leander Charlekic? You're not always right, buddy. Whether I agree with 90% of your article or not doesn't mean you're right. There's room for error just like on the pitch itself. Let's try to remember that. We're all in this together in the world of football, right? Everybody in the world of sports, we got to stick together. There are people who still hate us for no good reason because we love the beautiful game. (laughs) I mean, that seems ridiculous in this day and age and in Los Angeles, but it's true. Stick together. Let's work it out. All right, enough of that touchy-feely. MLS playoffs heating up. There's actually a big game going on uh, later tonight, in fact, right after this show. Not here on ESPN LA, mind you, but right here on the uh, right after the show. Big game in the playoff race. Seattle taking on Houston. Houston's done. They're dusted, but Seattle needs it. It's one of their games in hand. Seattle's got three games left to play. Most everybody else has two. Eastern Conference, we've got the Red Bulls, NYCFC, and Toronto already in the playoffs. Now they're just jockeying for position. And then you got the Montreal Impact, D.C. United, and Philadelphia if the playoffs were to start today, but of course everybody's got at least two games left, including New England, who's only three points back. Columbus is technically alive. They are at three games in hand, and they're you know they're like seven points back, but they're in trouble. New England might get the last spot, but the East looks pretty good. Western Conference, again, FC Dallas, Colorado, my LA Galaxy, your LA Galaxy are in. Now we're just jockeying for position, but it's really about Dallas and Colorado. Colorado with a game in hand. It's just two points back at Dallas for that supporter shield. Colorado. Worst team in the league last year. They were dreadful. It's like the NFL in MLS. They go from worst to possibly first. RSL, Seattle, Sporting Kansas City battling, and then the champions of last year might miss out, the Portland Timbers. Now, what shocks me of all this is that nothing shocks me about all this in MLS. This is status quo. It's like the NFL. Teams come and go out of the playoffs. Now, there's the usual suspects, much like the NFL. But it's up in the air. NYCFC, look out. The Red Bulls, they could win. TFC, yes. Toronto FC could win it all this year. No question. So could Dallas. So could the Galaxy. So could Colorado. That's the beauty of these playoffs that are upcoming. You ought to start getting into it now, kids. I'm not kidding. It's going to be good. It's fantastic. 
Love what's going on on Twitter. Appreciate all the uh, the comments and the concerns at Talk Soccer. Appreciate it. We got the, a lot of re- reaction and comments going down, and so much. We'll get to more of those coming up. But these MLS playoffs are right around the corner. Follow these last couple of weeks, crucial weeks, especially with uh, you know our Galaxy. Look, we got to just win. Not for positioning, not for this or that. We've got to win to get some momentum going. We are absolutely languishing at the at the end of the pool. We got our little floaties on our arms, so we're not going to drown. We're like the little two year old in the pool with the floaties on the arms, so they're not going anywhere, but they're not getting anywhere. We got to start swimming again. We got to learn how to paddle and swim to the edge, so we can save ourselves, LA Galaxy. And I know you're listening. All the players, all the coaches, they all listen. Good to hear from you occasionally, guys. You know, feel free at Talk Soccer. I know you're out there, Bruce. Get it right. USA took on New Zealand and D.C. We'll talk more about that. The United States is one guy that really stood out to me. And I think you know who that would be if you watched the game. And big news. Out of the uh, LA Galaxy itself, bigger than just the Galaxy. This is big news for the club and really for the country. That and so much more in the second half coming up. It's Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, Wings Beer Sports. Catch all the games of Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm Dave Denholm. Once again, Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA. Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, Wings Beer Sports, episode 20. We have hit that milestone here of Soccer Weekly. You can catch all the games. All the soccer matches, all the other games of every sport at Buffalo Wild Wings. Great sponsor of the show. We appreciate their full support here as we've been rolling on. I got to tell you, great stuff on Twitter, at Talk Soccer. You can hit me up there. Christopher, Wes, Robert, B-Muse, love you, buddy. Alex, Ivan, everybody participating. We had so many uh, people flowing in on Twitter. At Talk Soccer, appreciate that. That's a big part of how we interact with the show because, you know, we got 26 minutes. You give me 22 minutes, I'll give you the soccer world, right? But we only got 20-plus minutes. Can't take phone calls every week. Can't do all that. Twitter. And we like to continue the conversation. Great news for American soccer. Great news for my LA Galaxy. My LA Galaxy have now announced that they have fully funded three girls' academy teams. Under 14-15s, under 16-17s, under 18-19s. That is outstanding. Fantastic. These teams are going to be playing for the U.S. Soccer Girls Development Academy League. It This is a phenomenal decision. Why, you ask? Well, for a number of reasons. First of all, girls' soccer, women's soccer in America is exploding. It is huge. It deserves every little bit of attention and then some that it gets, right? They're fantastic. That goes without saying. I mean, they really, they've been, the women's soccer and, and girls' academy teams and the like building up throughout the years, it's been tremendous. We've got a ways to go, and other countries are catching up, no question. But it's fantastic that my LA Galaxy have fully funded these academy teams. And it's a great decision business-wise. Yes, it grows the women's game. It's good for business for the Galaxy and for the Galaxy's future. You are bringing in more families, more women, more girls who will look up to the LA Galaxy. The brand, the team, everything. 
whether they end up playing with the club for a long time or not. Fantastic. Great bit of business there. Interesting bit of business out of Italy. Syria B, which is the uh, second division. You know, they got Syria A, Syria A, if you will, for all you Italian speakers. Syria B is a, has a new idea that they've started. They are rewarding good sportsmanship inside of a match with a green card. Now, not that kind of green card. Stop in this political uh, climate here. The green card, like a yellow or a red card, are bad. A green card is to reward good sportsmanship, and they gave out their first one, I believe it was over this past weekend. Vicenza striker Christian Galano became the first ever player to, to earn the green card in Serie B for good sportsmanship. What happened was Galano, there was a ball that was going out of play where the referee had called it out for a corner kick, which would have benefited Galano's team. He's a striker. He actually turned and told the referee, no, it was off of me. So it should be a goal kick. Our team should not have the corner kick. And thus, the referee pulled out the green card and gave him that for good sportsmanship. And now, according to the story that I was reading, I, I don't really know where it was. I think I don't know if it was an it wasn't an official release from Masiria B, but apparently they're going to give away a trophy for the best sportsman of the year who gets the most green cards and all that. Now, at first glance, I had a couple different reactions like I normally do as a sports talk show host, right? My mind starts racing. At first, I thought, well, this is kind of weak, realistically. Shouldn't you always be a good sport? Why do we have to give out a green card? You know, that's like, hey, oh, thank you, Billy, for not cheating on your test. No, you're always not supposed to cheat. Oh, thank you so much, Billy, for not slugging your sister in the face or brother in the face. No, you're not supposed to hit your brother or sister. And then it got me thinking, why are we giving out green cards for what you're supposed to be, a decent human being? But then I thought, you know what? Eh, I kind of like it. Maybe it'll spur other guys on to do it in the same thing. And eventually they'll probably use it in the women's game as well. It may catch on. It might not catch on. I get that. It's kind of, you know, I could see it going either way still. I'm not 100% sold. But I was initial. initially I was like, eh, I don't know. This is kind of, let's be honest, this is kind of wimpy. And coming from me, the king of all wimps, I should know. But then I thought, nah, there's some value to it. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to keep my eye on that. Mario, we can't even do a Toluca Pachuca update. My mother-in-law is going to be crying when she hears this. She loves the Pachuca Toluca update. We can't do it, Mario. They didn't play. All right, we can go ahead and do a little bit of one. Toluca Pachuca update. This is going to be quick. No games last week because of the international window. Third place Pachuca in the Liga MX Apertura takes on Santos Laguna at home coming up Saturday. That's third place Pachuca. Now, my team, Toluca, currently 7th, they host Pumas, Unam Pumas, on Sunday. So those are big games. Toluca better rebound and start winning again against Pumas. They can take care of Pumas. That's also a home game. That is your Toluca-Pachuca update. I had to do that for my mother-in-law, even though there wasn't much there, admittedly. But we had to. Hey, uh, quick uh, scouting report this week. Striker Anthony Modest of Cologne of the Bundesliga. Uh, the German League, I follow it. I work for Fox. We cover it. Five Bundesliga goals this season for Modest, the striker. 
Cologne has been a real surprise early. Strengths for Anthony Modeste, if you get a chance to watch him, he's solid physically. Oh, he is built. Plays well at speed. Very unselfish. He can finish in all ways. Left, right foot, header. Loves the free kicks, uh, like heading, you know, like free kicks for his team. He loves to get inside defenses and, and score off the head. If you have thoughts on Anthony Modeste, feel free at Talk Soccer if you watch this guy. His weaknesses, he doesn't have breakneck speed. Like, he's not blazing fast. That's about it. He holds the ball up well. I don't find a whole lot wrong with this guy's game the more I watch him. And it's been a couple seasons now. I love what Modeste brings to Cologne, and he's a big part of why they're doing so well early in this Bundesliga season, a team that wasn't expected much. He's a nice, solid pro. I give him a B to a B plus. Not world class, but and maybe just below like that top class level. But he's a very, very nice player. Mario, you know what time it is? It's our favorite time of the show. Stoppage time. That's right. I got to call out the guys from Yanks Call It Soccer podcast. They uh, I had they had me on as a guest, Mario. Uh, I don't know, a couple months ago on their podcast. Good guys. Yanks Call It Soccer. You can hit them up on Twitter. They sent me out an outstanding gift box for being on the show. It just came late last week. T-shirt. Actually had a drink in there. A little, what do they call the little koozie things or whatever? Like the thing to keep your drink cold. The problem was the T-shirt. Now, it was a lovely looking T-shirt, Mario. I had a little beef, though, with the size. Yeah. They sent me a double XL. Now, the problem I have with that is it's two on the nose. Of course I wear a double XL. I'm fat. But could they have not sent me a courtesy medium? Maybe a courtesy large just to try to make me feel better. They had to hit it right on the nose with the double XL. Thanks a lot, Yanks call it soccer. Throw a medium in there for a brother. Come on. All right, this is your fat man, Dave Denholm, signing off. Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports, catch all the games of Buffalo Wild Wings. Remember, we carry on the conversation. You can leave me your thoughts, imprints, loves, hates over at Talk Soccer on Twitter, at Talk Soccer. Coming up next, ESPN LA Rewind with Jeff Biggs right here on the home of Soccer Weekly. It's ESPN LA.